brothers and sisters, the final speaker for today is the dear respected chef, an advisor, a companion, a scholar who's been leading thousands of youth across the UK, in the Midlands and the North and beyond. He is someone who has been uniquely outspoken on the issue of Palestine, the occupation of Palestine, as well as the historic and ideological roots of the Zionist entity. We need to show our last speaker that we are, this is not the graveyard shift. And we need to let those who are tuning in online, and there is around a thousand people here today and in the, all the rooms and surrounding here. So before we bring our final speaker, who will also conclude today's event with the du'a, let's have a takbir from the deepest depths of your heart. Takbir! 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 Sheikh Hassan, come bless us with your honor. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد شاكرين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد طب القلوب ودوائها ونور الأبصار وضيائها وعافية الأبدان وشفائها وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد كلما ذكرك الذاكرون وقتل عن ذكرك الغافلون Firstly, with regard to what we are dealing with understanding التصور conceptualizing what we are dealing with is a colonial entity and the way a colonial entity operates is by land grabbing, ethnic cleansing and genocide that is how we picture the problem التصور David Ben-Gurion, the first prime minister of what is known today as Israel, you read in his diaries, he mentions the objectives of the state of Israel, entails ethnic cleansing, removal of Arab people from their lands. That is the problem that we are facing. Now, alongside this, we have a propaganda blitz. This propaganda blitz, if you remember, in the first Gulf War in 1990, the Iraqi army, when they entered Kuwait, the claim was made by the daughter of the Kuwaiti ambassador in America, a young girl, that the Iraqis were throwing young children onto the cold floor of the hospital. Based upon that people in the Oval Office, in the White House, they stated such type of things on media, in that time, television media. This is something similar to what is occurring now. After Hamas attacks the Zionist entity, primarily to blow up 13 or 12 bases, primarily a military objective, the propaganda started that Hamas had killed 40 babies. Something repeated by President Joe Biden. After he repeats this incendiary statement, what occurs that a landlord in America kills a child, a Palestinian child, a young child. That is the provocation caused by the propaganda blitz. You can find many other examples like WMDs, weapons of mass destruction. Many of you in the hall today are younger than 20, but you will not remember the level of propaganda that we faced when Iraq was invaded by the British and American forces. 
So we are facing a propaganda blitz. I mentioned already the genocidal occupation. Secondly, we are being what? We are being condi conditioned. Our minds are being conditioned by that propaganda blitz. And that is where we must give credit to our institutions that exist already. In this case, Five Pillars, support Five Pillars. Support the groups that we have already established. Support groups like Palestinian, uh, Palestine Action. Support the Grey Zone. Support the Electronic Intifada. But support Five Pillars also. Those groups that we already have, empower them. Now, additionally, many of us are observing the inaction of what is known as the nation state. The surrounding nations, those nations that surround occupied Palestine. When I first visited Palestine, when I returned, I said, now I know why the Zionist entity is after Palestine. The real reason is that everyone is enslaved except the Palestinians. The Palestinians are not enslaved. We are enslaved. So this Palestine is surrounded by all these nation states and we ob observe an inaction of those nation states. What is the root cause of that? Post-World War II, what happened? These nations that colonized the Muslim world after the Khilafah was dismantled at the hand of Ataturk, what happened? They realized that it's more cost-effective that if they leave a government behind that does the administration for them. So a group and elites, elitists, elite groups were educated in Sandhurst, in other places, in Oxford, in Cambridge, in America, and then those elitists were placed in power. So what we are observing is a post-colonial world, people refer to it as post-colonial, in reality it is still colonized. Those governments are still colonized, you just check the statistics of the aid budget that those governments receive. This is why we are observing the inaction of those nation states surrounding Palestine. But of course, we have the resistance movement. But remember one thing, even after Yasser Arafat in 1993, after the Oslo Accords, between 1993 and 2000, within that time, thousands of acres of Palestinian land were still taken even after negotiations. So in 2000, we had the first Intifada, the second Intifada, the first that occurred in 1987. And the Intifada was caused by what? By a violation of Zionists entering Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa Al-Sharif. This entails that Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa is central to this entire dispute. It is central to the struggle of the Muslims today. But before I go into Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa, some of the solutions that are mentioned in the hadith of Rasulullah when you check the Fada'il al-Sham, the virtues of al-Sham, within those collections like Al-Izz bin Abdi Salam Ta'ala compiled a compilation of hadith in virtues of Sham. They mention some hadith which mention the Muslims in the end of times that they will deem al-jihad darara that al-jihad would be deemed as something harmful the Muslims in the end of times and they will deem al-zakatu maghrama 
they will deem a zakat, distribution of a zakat, as being what? As being a tax, a burdensome tax. This has the solution. Rasulullah has given us the solution in these two things. The zakatul amwal, the distribution of wealth, that now when Gaza will open up, inshallah, after victory, we the Muslims here in Britain and the entire Western Hemisphere in, in the USA and other places, we need to make the largest zakat fund that will rebuild Gaza. This is action plan. This is what we need to do. That this largest zakat fund should be made not under one charity, not under these charities that take uh, the aid from the British government for every, and they take large cuts. No, from honest people. That the largest fund, that if APAC and the entire Zionist lobby in the early 1960s, they were only giving a few million to the illegal entity. But by now they give millions and billions. We the Muslims can give our zakatul amwal and rebuild Gaza, strengthen the Palestinians, strengthen the people of Al-Quds al-Sharif. With regard to Al-Jihad, it's beyond us. If it's beyond us, remember one thing, only one factor can change a military campaign. If you remember in 1979, America, the CIA, they gave the Mujahideen in Afghanistan the Stinger missile, which changed the, the war. Why prior to that they had the Kalashnikov, but it was insufficient when America would use its fighter jets. In one hadith in the Musannaf of Abdul Razak, Rasulullah mentions Waylundin Arab, woe to the Arabs, Al Janah, wings. Wings are mentioned. What wings? We think today what wings? The wings is a reference to the aeroplane, the warplanes that are utilized in the destruction of the Arabs. What is the, how do we think out the box? Of course they need a counter to that. What do they need? They need missiles that destroy planes. And that is for governments to do, to supply them with that. But that, the distribution of Zakatul Amwal is an action plan that we should take into mind. Secondly, with boycotting, you have some people mentioning boycotting and they have a long list of things that people should boycott. It becomes virtually impossible for people to boycott so many products. So we need to focus the boycott on specific products. If Coca-Cola is funding Israel, if any major company is funding Israel, the illegal entity, then we need to focus on that one product. So Starbucks and Coca-Cola, for instance, when you have a concerted effort, as was done in South Africa, you will destroy that one corporation and all the other corporations will take a lesson from that. Now, with regard to Al-Aqsa complex, some people, they say there is sufficient land on Al-Aqsa al-Sharif. There is sufficient land. And they say it is for the ulama of Jerusalem to decide whether a temple can be built upon that land. Is this statement correct? What people have to understand, the entire complex is Al-Aqsa al-Sharif. Al-Masra al-Sharif, where the Al-Isra occurred, is the entire complex. Sayyiduna Umar designated the front part, which is known as Al-Qibali, and the back part, which is the rock. Uh, Abdul Malik bin Marwan, he had what the dome of the rock constructed on that rock. 
but the entire complex is actually Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa Sharif. So for anyone to say that the ulama of Jerusalem can decide whether a temple can be constructed, it's a false statement. It needs to be refuted. And they know that the ulama are quietists at the moment. The ulama are being quietists. They are not speaking up. It needs a sufficient refutation. Why? Because tomorrow, if an inf today, an influential scholar from the West says such type of statements, what occurs tomorrow, the Zionist entity will utilize those clips. They will utilize that information in order to validate their attempt to destroy Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa Al-Sharif. So this is why it's important to understand that Al-Aqsa Al-Sharif is beyond negotiation. Rasulullah two companions, alayhi muridwan, are notable in this regard, with regard to Al-Aqsa Sharif. One is Damima Dari radiallahu who is what? He is a Palestini Sahabi. Damima Dari. Sayyiduna Tamima Dari radiallahu was the one who brought the lamps to Al-Masjid Al-Nabawi Al-Sharif, a Palestinian. He is the same companion who was the only one to see a Dajjal. Why was this companion the only companion to see a Dajjal? Because the forces against the Dajjal will be based in Palestine. And then Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam mentions that if you are able to go to Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa and place oil lamps in there, then do so. Why is that mentioned? Be there is plentiful oil in Al-Aqsa Al-Sharif. There is olive oil there. They can, there are two things you take from that. One is that the Muslims in Akhir Zaman, in the end of times, will have sufficient oil wealth. That wealth must be sent to Al-Aqsa Al-Sharif. Secondly, the upkeep of Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa is a fard on every Muslim in the Akhir Zaman. So as I mentioned, Zakatul Amwal, that we need the distribution of Zakatul Amwal, we need an Al-Aqsa Al-Sharif fund, a fund that has millions in its, uh, in its depository in order to maintain the upkeep of Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa. This is the, the mind plan that every Muslim should keep in mind. So Sayyiduna Tamima Dari radiallahu an is central. The second companion, and remember Tamima Dari, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa wrote for him a land will. A, 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 he was given the land of Palestine. No one can ever violate that. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa gave him on a, on a written document the land of Palestine. None of your uh, sites Pico, none of your 1917 Balfour Declaration, none of your Zionist entity of UN mandates and British mandates and 1948 can ever invalidate that document. Secondly, the other companion is Ibn Hawala radiallahu You check the biography of Ibn Hawala radiallahu Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam gives him the glad tidings of Khilafah. But he is the same Sahabi who was Yemeni. Today Yemen is the only Muslim nation alongside Iran. But Yemen is one of the few Muslim nations that is supporting Al-Qudsu Sharif. <coughs> this Sahabi, Ibn Hawala, is told regarding the return of the Khilafah. Where is he told that the Khilafah will return? He is told in Al-Qudsu Sharif.
and this is why in 2017 I said Al-Quds al-Sharif must be announced by all the Muslim world as the capital of the Muslim world. <coughs> to conclude, what you take from what I have said is number one, let's make the largest zakat fund for Palestine in the entire world. Let's make the largest fund for the upkeep and maintenance of Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa Al-Sharif. And thirdly, let's declare Al-Quds Al-Sharif as the capital of the Muslim world on the nose of all the people who declare otherwise. This is an active. This is something you can do practically and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to act upon whatever has been said today. Brothers and sisters, we want your hands held high, inshallah. Like is going to conclude with the dua. Make sure when it's time to say Ameen, that we hear ourselves and those watching online and the Gazans will hear it as well. Allahumma hadina fiman hadayt. Wa'atina fiman a'atayt. Allahumma waqina sharra ma qaddarta wa qaddayt. Allahumma hafadhi muslimin ya rabbal alameen. Allahumma hafadhi muslimin gazza ya rabbal alameen. اللهم احفظهم من أعدائهم يا رب العالمين اللهم قوي المقاومة يا رب العالمين اللهم قوي المقاومة يا رب العالمين ومن يؤيد المقاومة يا رب العالمين اللهم انصر المجاهدين في مشارق الأرض ومغاربها اللهم افتح القدس الشريف يا رب العالمين اللهم أعد المسلمين يا رب العالمين اللهم قوي رميهم يا رب العالمين اللهم سدد رميهم يا رب العالمين اللهم احفظ أولاد المسلمين في فلسطين يا رب العالمين اللهم احفظ أولاد المسلمين في فلسطين يا رب العالمين اللهم أعد نعمة الأمن والسلام في فلسطين يا رب العالمين وبلاد الشام يا رب العالمين اللهم أهلك الظلم 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 يا رب العالمين اللهم أصلح حكام المسلمين يا رب العالمين اللهم أصلح حكام المسلمين يا رب العالمين اللهم احفظ المجاهدين يا رب العالمين اللهم احفظ المجاهدين يا رب العالمين يا الله we ask you that you preserve the people of Gaza. Ya Allah, we ask you that you make the means that the people of Gaza are protected. Ya Allah, we ask you that you send your mercy upon the shuhada, those who have been martyred in your way, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, strengthen their resolve. Ya Allah, give them the straight shot. Ya Allah, give them the straight arrow. Ya Allah, enable them to defeat their enemies. Ya Allah, strengthen the Muslims in the West and the East. Ya Allah, return Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa back to the Muslims. Ya Allah, give us the right leadership to do that. Ya Allah, return back the Khilafah. Ya Allah, give us the right leadership. Ya Allah, better us as Muslims. Ya Allah, enable us to do what is correct as Muslims. Ya Allah, enable us to support those Muslims who are resisting ya allah ya allah enable us to distribute the zakatul amwal in gaza ya rabbal alamin ya allah make 
us Muslims in the Western Hemisphere give the most zakat that has ever been collected for Palestine, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Ya Allah, similarly, Ya Allah, enable us to, to open an, a fund that upkeeps Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa and fights those who attempt to destroy Al-Masjid Al-Aqsa, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Ya Allah, unite Al-Muslimin, unite Ahl-Sunnah Wal-Jama'ah, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Ya Allah, enable us to strengthen our resolve wa sallallahu wa sallama wa baraka ala sayyidina muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in